Peacock and Gamble Edinburgh podcast. Yeah. Oh, unlucky number 13. Unlucky number 13 for some, particularly Tim Vine, who's our guest today. Yeah. His career will be ended by it. (laughs) Unlucky in that he is a guest on it. Yeah. Unlucky Tim Vine having to be a guest on this. Yeah. (laughs) Unlucky, mate. I saw Tim again last night. We interviewed Tim uh, yesterday. The other day I saw him again last night. Yeah. Um, on his phone. Oh, on his phone. Just in the street. Oh, show off, isn't he? Yeah. Although, you gave me an interesting fact about Tim Vine. I don't know whether we can put that in. About what? his phone. He's on pay as you go. He's on pay as you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is an amazing thing. I think it's commonly known. Is it? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it says it on his Twitter. Oh, right, okay. I, think. I like that. I like that as a thing. Yeah. That completely unaffected, like, he's just on pay as you go. Yeah. He's never changed. That is the easiest thing for him. I, I imagine that Tim lives a very um, monk-like life. Do you think? That's my guess, yeah. Yeah. Well, I think he's got a really, I think he's got a massive mansion. Right. With nothing in it. Right. Right, literally, everything's pared right down. Right. So the kitchen is a table, a chair, and a cooker. Why do people say pared right down? Because when people say pared right down, I imagine they, yeah, just put double everything. Weird, isn't it? Yeah. So I imagine that. I imagine that his bathroom is literally just a, one toilet. Yeah. An actual proper toilet. Yeah. But then with a, it's got a waterfall that runs through it. Yeah. And that's where he does his showering and his washing. He does everything in the waterfall. He doesn't have toilet paper for after doing his muck. He just turns around <laughs> and puts his bum in the waterfall. Well, you would, wouldn't you, if you had a waterfall? Of course you would. It's a, a natural day. I went to um, university with someone who we didn't know much about him really. You know how you meet people um, like in a social situation and they're quite quiet. They're, yeah. You don't really gather much about their personality from talking to them, but they seem perfectly nice. And then you see something about the, about their lives, their home lives, yeah. and it all makes sense. Right. I went to university with someone and then we saw in his room one day and he had almost he owned almost nothing right. all we could see in his room through the door was a pie, three pants piled up folded and a small picture of Malcolm X stuck to his Whoa, wall. Whoa, that's weird, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's mental. Wow, that is incredible. I don't think I don't think that Tim has that. No, I'm not saying I don't think I'm not saying I don't think Tim has got a picture of Malcolm X at all. You might do. I wouldn't rule it out. Yeah. What I'm saying is I don't think he's got a room with three pants and a Malcolm X photo. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Um, I think he's got a writing room. Yeah. Which is parchment and the same HB pencil he wrote all his jokes with. Right. Okay. Forever. It wasn't the original. Pen behind the ear. It is the original one. Right. <laughs> the original pencil that he learnt that with. Yeah, yeah, when he was writing his jokes. Yeah, and some days it goes missing and he literally runs around the house with no clothes on screaming. Yeah. <laughs> like, right? And then I think there's another room that's just packed full of props. <laughs> I think they're just everywhere. All yeah. the all the props you, can, you can't share. get in. Yeah, I think they're just everywhere. And sometimes he likes to sort of really squeeze himself in there. It's like them uh, programs about hoarders. Yeah, that yeah. You see, he has to crawl in. It's one of those. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's like sometimes that. he goes in there and just sits in the middle of all the props in a little cubby hole he's made, sort of three foot up, um, yeah. just on top of a rubber duck um, from uh, sitting on the duck of eBay, right? <laughs> um, that joke. Yeah, uh, my favourite one. Um, and he just looks at all the props he can see and he just has a nice memories about his show. Yeah, and that's when he comes up with new jokes as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So um, we might ask him about that later on. We don't. We, we don't. We've already recorded it. Yeah. Already recorded yeah, that. Already recorded No diction in that whatsoever. Yeah. Already recorded it. And we recorded it also. We talk about darts a little bit in the interview, don't we? And we yeah. recorded it before uh, Sid Waddell died. 
So did Sid Waddell die? Yeah, he died. Just I probably should have told you that before we recorded it. When did he die? Today, this morning. Oh, horrible! How yeah. horrible! Yeah, so, that's a shame, isn't it? So, um, just to let you know, we weren't happily talking about darts and not bringing up that a, a, a man who was very important to yeah. darts died. So we're just sad to hear that today. Oh, that is sad. The world is a quieter place. Yeah, significantly quieter. Yeah. Because he was a proper shouter, didn't he? Proper shouter. Was a proper shouter. Oh, what a shame. Well, that's blowing from down, isn't it? No, I think we can bring it back. No, no, I feel sad about everything. Oh. <laughs> I do. I hate hearing about Pat. Because I, oh, like, I don't have any emotional investment in Sid Waddell particularly. Yeah. But I hate hearing about things like that. Yeah, when people die and that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they never tell you when people get born, do they? They never go on the news and say, um, a pop star for in, who's going to be a pop star in 20 years was born today. There's a very important reason for that though, isn't it, mate? So, the element of surprise. Yeah, yeah, they don't want people knowing, do they, who's going to be a pop star, because they yeah. like to sneak up on them. Yeah. But they do do it when celebrity babies are born, because I suppose celebrity babies have more of a chance of being a pop star in the future. Yeah, but also, also sadly, more of a chance of being assassinated. Yeah. Or, or kidnapped for money. You never hear about a baby getting assassinated, do you not? Very, very rare. But they do get kidnapped, or there are kidnapped attempts. They do get they? kidnapped, but no, you never hear of, like, I plot a sniper them. on a baby or I anything like that. I plot them I sit in my room sometimes thinking, oh, I'll take so-and-so's baby. Yeah. I'll take so-and-so's baby and they will have to give me a million pounds. What's a million pounds to them? Yeah. And I work out where I'll hide it. Yeah, just looking at your Malcolm X photo. Put it near me, Malcolm X photo, in my room full of props. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's really Tell you what you never hear about, mate. What? A baby killing another baby. <laughs> no, that doesn't... <laughs> like, and a baby assassin, like, like oh, baby was um, in the back of the car, right, doing a parade. Yeah. Um, and um, that, that baby got shot, and then they found another baby in its crib on the top of the building with a big gun. You very rarely hear of that, do you? Yeah. Very, very rarely. Tell you what you never hear about, mate. Go on. An owl um, killing another owl. I bet that with a gun, with a gun. Not with a gun, no, yeah. not with a gun. I bet they peck, they peck at each other. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was in quite a bad mood when I woke up this morning. I say this morning, four minutes ago. Yeah. Um, well, they don't know what time this is, so we can say this is 6am. All right, it's 6am. We got up and we're just about to go for our jog. I've had, I've had one jog already. I'm, I'm going to do another one after this. No, because you said you got up four minutes ago. Yeah, no, because I had a sleep straight after my jog. Right, okay. <laughs> I had an horrible gig last night. It's uh, that the same place again. Oh. Kicked off again. Oh. Do you think it might be you? Possibly. Yeah. I don't think it was last night. I think it was just wasted people who've been allowed into a place that serves alcohol. Yeah. Which I couldn't understand. And then the same security bloke came down and did the body slam yeah. the day before. There was one point I was on stage where I just went, tell you what, you don't know what this means, but I never thought I'd be hoping the security man comes down and does the same thing. <laughs> Are you sure it wasn't Mick Foley? wasn't me, though. He's right. a tiny little bloke, man. He's tiny. All right. Um, he's obviously trained in some sort of ninja arts. Okay. Kung fu, not sort of, f- like, like, finger painting no, with no, a mask no, off. No, 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 no. <laughs> Not that he can, he can yeah. draw a really good ninja. Yeah. <laughs> ninja arts. He can do sculpture, but he sneaks in, does it really quickly, and gets out without anyone noticing. Yeah. But, but I... I, um, I that's t- that joke, Dom. It was a very funny good. joke. Very funny joke. <laughs> I um, said to the audience about these people being removed and that, and then... Uh, I said what had happened the night before with the body slam. Yeah. And when the security man came down, just one bloke in the middle stood up and put his arms in there and went, Body slam! <laughs> and it really made me laugh. So I was on stage yeah. while security were in negotiating with these people yeah. right at the front of the stage. Yeah. It was horrible. Yeah. And then I, I said, well, we have an interval, we're going to call another interval. It's only just been an interval. Yeah, yeah. So I was the middle section. Yeah. <laughs> right? I went, it's an interval, we're going to get it sorted out. I went to the back of the room, just head in my hands. I was like, this is ridiculous. You could feel the tension in the air and the violence in the air. Yeah. At which point this really pretty girl came up to me called Jen and she came up to me and she went, 
how are you Ray Peacock? I'm like, yeah, she went, do you want to say I really like your podcast? I've, re- I've really been really enjoying it. I'm like, that's such a lovely thing to hear right in the middle of this fucking game. <laughs> so Jen, whoever you are, thank you for that. It was actually really sweet, but I was just slightly distracted. Yeah. Really was slightly distracted. And then they threw him out and then I brought the next actor and then the next actor I had to explain to the audience why it was as bad as it was. Yeah. Because they were at the front being quiet. Right, that's they, the worst one, isn't it? They were it? quietly saying things and they were texting and they were... Yeah. Like, and so he then, which I thought, all credit to him, John Hastings he was. I've never seen anybody. He was brilliant. Yeah. He told the rest of the audience why that wasn't an overreaction yeah, yeah. to what, what had happened. Yeah, so, you know, I've got a night off tonight. Hey! I, this is a day off for me. What are you going to do? I'm going to edit the podcast. Yeah. Do our show. Yeah. But I'm going to go and have breakfast in a minute. I've, I've sent a couple of birds down to yeah, the restaurant. Lovely. And they're ordering me breakfast now. Yeah, My breakfast yeah. is being cooked right now. It's been like pop fiction in a way. Yeah. Don't you just love it when you go to the bathroom and you come back and your food's there waiting? Yeah. And although my food, when I get there, will be cold because it's on the street. Yeah. <laughs> so it'd be a, a chair outside. You're eating it off, off, off the street like a dog, aren't I you? like a cold black pudding. Yeah. So, did you do any gigs last night? No. Okay, that's the business sorted out. So, uh, we've got a great interview with Tim Vine today. Let's it not um, eat into it any more than we have to. Our show? Our show, People Can Gamble, don't even want to be on telly anyway. 9.40 at the Pleasant Stand Dome. Dum, 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 dum. And it's selling very well. That's not even showing off. That's more like going... Buy a uh, ticket if you want to if, if just a few more of you did it, then we'd, we'd be sorted here. Yeah. I don't mean sorted in that we'll make money, because yeah. we won't. Oh, no, we'll lose money, but just for our own egos, if we could sell out a few more nights, that'd be yeah. awesome. What I mean is, if a few more of you buy tickets, then we'll have the minimum debt. Yeah. <laughs> which I believe is £11,000. I think it's something like that. So, um, if you want us to only owe £11,000... Rather than seventeen thousand pounds, please buy a ticket to our show. That's a good way of promoting it, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Not, yeah. Go, not going, come and do our show. They're going, oh yeah, well, you know, I can get your podcast for free. Yeah. yeah, this is free as well. And do you know what? I'm going to set up a just giving page. Oh yeah, yeah, I am. For the end of this podcast and on the last day of this podcast, yeah, me and Ed are going to be the guests, <laughs> right? And it's literally going to be an hour and a half of us saying, were we worth it? How much were we worth? Get it in there now. We'll wait now while you transfer some money. And I'll be doing, on the last day, I'll be doing my nominations for the Fringe. I'm doing my, nice. own, my own awards. Are you? Uh, and let me just, t- I'm not seeing a lot of shows, but let me just tell you, I'm hearing a lot of buzz about Crunchy Blast ice creams this yeah, year. Yeah, yeah, you really, yeah. Yeah, I think, they, I think they might be in for a nomination. All right, well, there will be the official Peacock and Gamble Edinburgh podcast Edinburgh Awards. Yeah. Um, on the last episode as well. Well, in fact, we should do the nominations uh, a few days before, yeah, and then and then do the winners on the last day. Excellent. Okay, well, there might be shows, there might be ice creams, there might be just things that have happened. Might just be us for every category. Yeah. Who knows? Well, look, here's Tim Vine. Uh, great interview. Yeah, we'll talk to you after it. Bye. Pickle can gamble. Pickle can gamble. I mean, it's unbearable, the silence, isn't it? Oh, my goodness. I could feel it particularly with, like with a, a geography lesson. <laughs> with Tim today. Uh, our guest is Tim Vine. Hello. Hello, how are you? Very well, sir. How are Hi, you? Thank you? Very Tim. well, yes. It's good to see you all here. Oh, uh, well, you live here. <laughs> yeah, we live here. Yeah, yeah this, this is our place. I had a weird thing today because I watched Tim come up the stairs. He bolted up the stairs. Did you? No problem at all. I didn't bolt up the stairs, but did. I didn't stop. You didn't stop, and I offered you that as an option. Does everyone normally stop halfway? Well, it's not that they necessarily stop, but normally when they get here, they're ruined. Well, I was a little bit ruined. I, I was breathing slightly, you know. Were you hiding how tired you were? No, I thought it was quite open. Remember I lay down? Oh, yeah, you did. <laughs> <laughs> I think not stopping is the key. I think you've just got to do it in one... But you see, I've been training for this for the last two weeks, because my, my flat that I'm staying is has also got four flights. Has it really? Yeah, yeah. So, I, in fact, you've also got more than four flights, actually, isn't it? Exactly. No, yeah, that's fine. There are more than four flights. We were told there were four floors. Rated that to mean four flights and then complained when we got here. I honestly thought he wasn't going to come all the way up the stairs because that's not what he contractually sort of signed up to. It might be 
twice that might each floor might be you know one way and back yeah so it might be eight flights that's exactly what but i they said they never said about the flights they said there were four floors up but they can't trick us like that that wasn't a trick i wasn't surprised i'm the other way around i think myself it's great that when i had this flat i thought this is great this is good for my knees and it's good, it's good oh what do you know <laughs> <laughs> do you come in here defending them <laughs> i think listen when you come to edinburgh you've got to be prepared for a lot of stairs hey that's something to do with dying, I think, that joke. <laughs> Which was appropriately met with silence. Yeah, what, 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 stairs, actually. Do you know what's happened over the years with your jokes, Tim? Yes. They've got too clever. Well, that wasn't too clever. It was, was rubbish. You should be prepared for stairs. And what, I'll explain the joke to the listener. Yeah. What Tim meant was that the people in the audience will be staring at you. Yeah. yeah I it, think they got that, it was, a, it was a double meaning. I, I didn't get well, it. Well, we didn't get it. You got two flights off us. Yeah. And we're comedians, Tim. Yeah, we should have guessed seen it coming. Well, you did eventually. I mean, it was a, it was a step in the right direction. There we go. <laughs> That's better. Just literally saying "step" in a sentence. Pickle can gamble. Pickle can gamble. Now, right. I've been around you quite a bit when you've been doing this sort of thing. Mm. This <laughs> infantile joke. I haven't always seen you, have I? <laughs> no, no. Um, actually, I want to speak about that later on. Right. About people not being seen. In conversation. Right. That's a little teaser. That's a very specific very kind good. of question. It is, it is, but it's a belting, it's a belting thing. Or oh, it's certainly the thing that made me laugh the most in the last 12 months, but I'll let okay. explain to you later on. When, when you're doing this, when you're doing, when you're doing your jokes, yes, as in new jokes, things that you're thinking up on the spot, are the two conversations going on in your head? Um, yes. Well, I don't know, are they? What do you mean to say when I... Was that one then? (laughs) (laughs) But when you have a conversation with anyone, when anyone has a conversation, you are making up as you go along, aren't you? I know, but you're you're specifically finding something. So if we're talking about stairs... Yeah, but stairs and stairs. I mean, I can't can't (laughs) claim to be the first person. My goodness me. He found this... You know, this one of the double meaning stairs and stairs. Absolutely incredible. But that's fine. But we had that conversation then. Yeah, stairs and stairs. Then we carried on talking, yeah. and you were still in the conversation with us, but there was another one on the way. So, yeah. so you you were obviously going stairs. You were. Searching oh, I wasn't thinking that much. To be honest. Were you not? No, not that, not that much. No, I, so I, I did used to have a joke in my act where I, I used to have a little sort of um, with, with two two or three. What do you call it? it? Was a little step thing, you know? Okay. Like like two steps. H. H. That's a good joke, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, that's right. A little step. H. H. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. And I used to go on and just sort of rearrange the direction of it, and then I'd say that's a a step in the right direction. So that's what reminded me. I I just think of what what stairs jokes have I got? So you have that one in stock? I did have that one somewhere in my head, but it wasn't. uh, I didn't have to go into the. I didn't have to go and you know meet. Brenda at reception and say, please can I go to the filing? It's really, it's really immediate. But I find it, I find it both inspirational and worrying <laughs> at, at the same time. I really do. Just that thing, it must be exhausting for you. It's not at all. I don't, I don't know. I, not. I think is it, is you're tuned into a, a different point in the conversation, so you're looking, you're I looking think at it's the to language. Do with, I think it's to do with just this, the, the size of my back catalogue. Paul's <laughs> um, <laughs> carry on face. Um, <laughs> But I think it's just—I think it's just that I've written a lot of jokes. Jokes, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I don't. It's not. Um, it's like if I—if you had—if you had, if you had um, a thousand children, for example, Whoa. and you knew them all, and someone uh, asked you whether you had a child called Nigel, and you knew you did, yeah, you wouldn't have to spend ages thinking about that. You'd... Maybe not, but maybe if they said, "And what are their names?" Yes, yeah, true. I do forget some yeah. of my jokes. Yeah, yeah. So, so you, but... you metaphorically forget some of your children. Well, unless you say the word Nigel, and then I'll remember whether or not <laughs> <laughs> I had any Nigels. <laughs> it was swear. Oh, yeah, yeah. Do you uh, have to use sort of memory techniques to learn a whole? show or because they're quite uh, a little bit but I have I sort of learn it in clumps and just through repetition I just wander around 
uh, talking to myself before a tour. I always think because I'm I worry about you know forgetting it when I'm on stage. So I I would start rehearsing sometime in advance of going on tour. So I just would start like maybe a, once I know what my hour is, I'd maybe run through it just once a day, but starting a month and a half before I go away. But you also get very excited, or so from my experience with you, the, yes. the, the, the time I've spent, I've spent the most with you has been at not going out. Yeah. Because I do the warm up and not going out, and I think you're in it, are you? You, oh, you were in it. I was in it, yeah. But all I'm, the time you were there, yeah. so far, I was there too. Yes, you were. Why are you saying it like that? <laughs> no, I'm saying I'm like, No, but he knows I'm upset about him leaving. <laughs> <laughs> and so he says it like that. He goes, all the time you were there, so far, I was there. But the next time you're there, I won't be there. I didn't say I? so far. I didn't, I just, did I? Or maybe I did. I think you <laughs> yes. did. I didn't mean it like that. This either. has been recorded. I don't know. It's not like your brother's show this, which goes <laughs> out, it goes out and that's it, finished. <laughs> this is recorded. It's in the ether. That's fine. But yeah. <laughs> but yeah, you were going to say, that's the times when we were, you were about to say something. Yeah, well, that, well, so, so I've seen, I've actually seen you, and I, I guess lots of people who've worked with you have, but I've seen you working on a joke, and I've seen you have a, like, we had, we had a day filming when I was, I had a, a very important role in it, and we had a day then. You had to come out and introduce us as a band, and what was your line, please? You just said it, the order to, please. We, we said it before we started recording. Please, well, no, no, I'm, I know, I'm. That was me reminding myself. Oh, I see, right. Uh, did it go well on the day? I did it well on the day. I remember it on the day. Please welcome the auditors. Yeah, yeah, let's see it for the auditors. Yeah, there was a bit more than that. I think yeah. there should have been a bit more after that. So there's no accounting for taste. You should have done that after Yeah, yeah. Well, you should have said that to me and then said, just just try it. <laughs> and then you should have said that and done the line and said, Tim said that was all right. Actually. Tim said that was fine. <laughs> <laughs> but that day, because we, me and you were on the stage in, in the in the on the on set, Mm. so we were together for quite a while standing around yeah just hanging around but you were literally just you were working things out well I, had so, I can't even remember what it was now there was something wasn't there which um, oh I nearly had it and I nearly remembered what it was ah it was something to do with uh, can you remember it yeah absolutely stop um, it was, it was Playing on Stock Aitken and Waterman, yeah. which, are, which is, you know, in 2012, an incredibly up-to-date reference. <laughs> Stock I, remember, Aitken. I remember the joke. Go on, then you say it. Yeah. The joke was... I've uh, never told it since, because I tried it once, it was rubbish. Well, no, but I told it during the warm-up, and they cracked up, but possibly oh, right, how okay. awful it was. <laughs> it was about Stock Aitken Waterman's... Uh, well, you said it as Kylie Minogue's producers. Yes, you got it, yeah. Had to get a gardener in to do their plants. And he said he couldn't But he said he couldn't do it because he had really bad arthritis or something like that. Yeah. And they said, stop aching and water them. <laughs> but that was one of the... Well, a long day's filming. That I, know, I, know, I, know, I know, it did, it really yeah. did. But it was really interesting to watch. You try all the different directions from it. There was another time it not going out when I arrived one day and you were like a little puppy. You came to me and said, I've got something to show you. I've got something to show you. And I went, what, what, what? And you went, come here, come here. Um, um, your, your old girlfriend's through here. Right, and I went through and it was a doctor's set and on the wall there was an x-ray and he went, that's your x-ray. It's almost like you've been waiting all day. Well, I can only do it with people called Ray, so yeah, that's no, why no. I'm so excited. Yeah. And then he said to me, I'd love to do that in my act. Can you think of a famous Ray? <laughs> now, how do you imagine that made me feel? <laughs> Ray Charles. So I said to the singer of uh, Georgia on your mind, yeah. is that the most famous one of his songs? Well, don't say it like that, just commit to the joke. Okay, so I said to the singer of Georgia on Your Mind, the blind chap. <laughs> <laughs> I, I took, I showed it this. Um, this is the difficult bit. Yeah, because how do you say what it is without saying the word X-ray? So I showed him the. Uh, we have to find another way of describing an X-ray. Okay, then. go for it. 
and some sort of uh, medical um, you lo- uh, medical him, you uh, him. medical negative picture of some <laughs> of your organs. And I said, did you used to go out with that? At this point, people are finding out. <laughs> Pickle can gamble. Pickle can gamble. So, also on that day, yes, the day of filming, you told me the funniest thing I've ever heard in my entire life. You must say that to all your guests. No, <laughs> no, and it wasn't a joke. You were telling me something about stuff that you did at school. Right, what was this? I'm cranky. Um, you were telling me about that you <laughs> went... this for public consumption? Yeah, <laughs> I don't think it's all right. If it's not, we'll cut it. Um, you told me that you went through a period at school... Uh-oh. ...of... Hiding in a cupboard. Yes. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, I, I, I went through a period. I did it a couple of times. <laughs> well, as far I, as I'm concerned, that's a period of doing it. <laughs> it is slightly, uh, it's slightly disturbing, I suppose, in a way. I thought it was it just, absolutely hilarious. It's slightly revealing about it. I was probably 13 at the time, and I used to uh, hide in this cupboard, <laughs> and then I'd get a mate to wait in the room there as well. And when someone came in, I got to say, what do you think of Tim Barton? <laughs> <laughs> so we could listen to what they said. But then you, then Some you... people went, well, I remember one person going, he's in the cupboard, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> and then they opened the cupboard and I was there like that. So, you know. With that, so that would be considered something normal for the young Tim Vine to have done. No, no, no that wasn't. Well, I, you do all sorts of things. I made up lots of games. You do it. But for of someone school, to say he's in the cupboard, isn't he? It's pretty definite that it's, that, that's you were known for it by then. But no, 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 no. that wasn't. That, that, someone said that. But you've got to remember, we're talking about at least twenty different people coming and ask this question. So they might, have, they might have. <laughs> and the person my mate was probably a very bad actor. And yeah, said, yeah, yeah. Um, what do you think of Tim Vine? And then, yeah, of course, why are you asking me that suddenly out of the blue? Yeah. Oh, he's in the room, isn't he? Stop looking at the covers. Terrible actor. And then, of course, you went on to star with him in Not Going Out. <laughs> <laughs> Pickle can gamble. Pickle can gamble. Because you're well known. Is there is there a marked difference? Because um, you've been coming to Edinburgh since you weren't well known, like, as well known as you are now, obviously. But is there a marked difference in um, um, in the press? Well, I tell you what, I think that um, well, I've never really felt pressure. In actual fact, I was. I'm one of those. I don't know what you guys are like, but I'm one of those people who uh, who if there's like a reviewer and I want to be told because I know I kind of raise my game. I love it when I get right. told. Right, we definitely. No, we're, I think we're, we're the opposite. Oh right, because I love it. I want to be told. So I just personally, give it the big one. <laughs> really, yeah. genuinely. Personally, if something goes wrong or I feel like I've messed something up, and I know there's a reviewer and that's my entire brain just completely unravels. It'll crumble. Oh, yeah. I see. Well, yeah. I'm the other way around. If, if something goes wrong and they say, oh, and by the way, the Times was in, you go, well, why didn't you tell me that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I would have given it more but, effort. But shouldn't you do it like the Times is in every night? Yeah, you should. I know that it's something that, I and mean, then I do, but there's something that... Now, do you, Tim, though? Do you? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I am not, if, I'm nothing but a, but a trier. I, I, know, I, know, I know you are, I know you are. <laughs> so um, a lot of people um, who tour a show will start it in Edinburgh. Yeah. So they they you know, they'll write an hour show and they they. They, the first time they do it is in Edinburgh. Yeah. And to be honest, I've I, I mainly not done that. I've mainly, when I've written a show, I've then toured it in the spring. And then ended up And then Edinburgh. gone to Edinburgh, which actually is a, a, a great way of just enjoying Edinburgh because by yeah. then you've done 40 dates in the spring yeah, yeah. and you just, you know what the show is. You know, I must admit, I, w- I wouldn't fancy, um, I mean, last year was the first, first year I did my chat show up here yeah. for the whole month. And the first show was... It was kind of all right, but the sort of second half wasn't as good as the first half. And I did I didn't have much of a night sleep. Right. I remember thinking to myself, "Oh crikey, I've just booked twenty seven shows of this." What, what it? you know, you sort of whatever your fir- however your first show goes, you multiply it by twenty seven in your head. Yeah, 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 yeah. Of course, of course you do. Of course you do. 
we're, we're doing a tour straight after Edinburgh. We're doing, we've done it the wrong way around. It's yeah. not the wrong way around, but it's, no. I would say it's, isn't it more, it's a more pressured thing because of reviewers, isn't it? I don't think we can change it now. <laughs> <laughs> it's too late. No, but I mean, have you, is it, is it something where you, you sort of think about it? You must think about the beginning of the festival. It's not like you're turning up and you know exactly what the show is. You're yeah, sort of, yeah. I mean, we preview quite a lot, but I think there's, an yeah. also, there's also oh, an element true. of it where you go, well, you want to launch it at Edinburgh. You know, yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, there's that's there's true. that thing as well. But I, but I, hmm. I mean, I guess. If it, sorry, just so you know, I might do some streaming just outside the window. Just whilst we're doing this interview, I might, yeah. I might do some streaming. No yeah. one can hear that. So yeah. if anyone can hear it, though, if you yeah. can hear that noise, that's that's, just doing I'm just doing some streaming. Right, that's yeah, all. Cool. No stream vine. Stream vine. Yeah, that, <laughs> as a tribute, to, as a tribute to our guest today. I don't know. I, I can see it. I can think. I can see it from both from both sides. No, I think I probably can as well. Which is, I, I, I was aware last year that that was quite a. a uh, I got a bit of a flap on that first yeah. night because I thought, oh god. I can't believe I've got to do a show 25 times. Yeah. Then, like, you know, but there's also like, the no, element of if you come to Edinburgh and bomb and, you, and you've got a national tour booked with that same show straight afterwards. It's like yeah, you're right. Well, it's both ways, actually. what's happening to us, by the way. No, we are doing, we are doing yeah. fine, thank you. Yeah, yeah. yeah, there's no bombing in here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely no bombing in here, Tim. So don't come around <laughs> trying to get some bombing. <laughs> Pickle can gamble, pickle can gamble. Edinburgh, when I think of Tim Vine, I think of Edinburgh. It must be quite annoying for you this, because it gets brought up quite a lot. The thing I remember the most is your big poster. Oh, yes, in 2006. Yeah, what happened is Tim didn't even come to Edinburgh, but decided to take up all the advertising space. (laughs) (laughs) And it was an incredible thing. It was a real surprise to everyone, and everyone was like, have you seen the thing? And and comics would speak about it, going, have you seen the Tim Vine poster? And you go, no, what is it? And you go, I'm not telling you. Go and have a look. Go and have a look. Go and have a look. And it was on the. It was, it was after the Cargo game, wasn't it? Yeah. Down, wasn't, it? wasn't it? It was that. Oh, yeah, sometime yeah. after that. It's 2006, yeah. yeah. But funny enough, the, where it was, the hoarding, is that building's knocked down this year, isn't it? Yeah, yes, no, obviously, yeah, it's, it's gone, all yeah. completely gone, yeah. And um, you had a great big poster there saying Tim Vine will not be appearing at the, at the fringe this year, is that right? Yeah. What so, was nice about it as well is as you walked down and sort of round the corner, you, you only saw your face and Tim Vine. And yes, people told me that, yeah, and that was obviously completely uh, fortuitous, but yeah. Well, and you then, say fortuitous, but for your fans, that would have been heartbreaking. So really, what you've done? <laughs> yeah. you, what you've done there is you you've done a big two fingered salute to your fans. So, <laughs> I had a couple of people say that to me. Yeah, yeah. That they saw that they said, "Oh, great! Oh, oh cheers." <laughs> Maybe, if you think about it the other way, maybe some people who don't, who don't like, like me, like some of the people who slagged you off when you were in the cupboard, they were there. And they yeah. Who said, said they slagged like, me off when I was in the cupboard? I well, I th- odds are if there were 20 people, surely if, if you I can't remember, I, I, I blank out the bad reviews. <laughs> <laughs> Even at that age. All I remember is the guy who opened the door and said he's in the cupboard. That's the only one I remember. <laughs> What was the thought process behind that? Was it literally to... Because a, a lot of Edinburgh, from a boring industry point of view, is having a presence. So you, so you had a presence in Edinburgh. Well, I was I'll tell you exactly what it was. It wasn't, it wasn't, there wasn't even that much thought into it, actually, to be honest. It was the, um, the year before I'd done a show up there, and that particular hoarding, which is absolutely vast, isn't it? It was about yeah, the, yeah, side, enormous. The, the length of a bus or something. <clears throat> was um, Omid Jalili had that hoarding. Okay. And uh, he was being brought up by the same promoter as me. And I said to uh, Nigel, who was the promoter, I said, that is, look at the size of that poster. It's absolutely enormous. Can I get that for next year? Right. And he goes, uh, I can bag you that for you if you want. Yeah. I said, you're all right. I'll put you on this. Right, yeah. So uh, so he kind of bagged it for me. And then I didn't. I wasn't going to go up. So, because uh, I'd never show. And so then I, then I said, well, and then we went through thinking, one of the things I was going to do was, was um, rather than just a straightforward thing of he's not here, I was going to do, it was going to be a, a slight Mickey take of Al Murray. It's going to be okay. uh, the pun landlord. Nice. Um, nice. Tim, gentlemen, please. 
Nice. And a white vine for the ladies. <laughs> and then, then say, it's not appearing. In this place. And then it was seen too much information going yeah. on. And so you said, why don't you just say I'm not there, you know? It was just a massive picture of you saying you're not there. <laughs> it really was. But it was almost as well, there was something vaguely intimidating about it because it was... Oh dear, really? Yeah, yeah, there was no Tim, but he was lording it. Oh, <laughs> he, no. was, he was over... You always show the dark side, Jeremy. You were looking <laughs> over us. And you're going, <laughs> like a malevolent spirit. And also, you have a, you also have a, a different sort of presence for me when I see you in Edinburgh nowadays, because I know where to find you at any given point. By the dartboard. If you're not by doing, if you're not doing a show, you're by the dartboard. Not always, but I do like a game of darts. But not always, because you sulk off when I beat you. All did the time, you? I, you, know, you, you sulked the other night. That happened. I beat you two games. Now, did it? You came back from the dartboard looking pleased with yourself, saying you just beat Tim Vine at darts, and I'm not sure that's true. Did you? Because I beat him. Because I beat Tim Viner darts for two, two games running. Right, you're doing your thing. You certainly you're... didn't beat two, read two games running. Three games running. No, I know. it's all nonsense. <laughs> it was a tournament. <laughs> you, you didn't beat him once, mate. I can't it went close. Well, it did because you've had a thousand games since. Well, I, I haven't played. Never I'll tell you who I who I play a lot up there. Well, when I was doing a couple of years ago, when I was doing a show that was because my show's on in the afternoon, mm. which makes it bit harder to sort of play in the afternoon obviously because I'm getting ready for that but um, when I was doing an evening show I used to play with John Robbins do you know the yeah, yeah. John Robbins yep. um, he's very good and he still has the highest outshot in that room as far as I'm aware which is what 157 nice. double 20 double 19 double top um, I remember doing 172 well, yeah. what in three darts that actually should be uh, written down as impossible <laughs> <laughs> yeah no, I'm not counting the, the last the two. dart <laughs> <laughs> But uh, and then also we uh, we played uh, a guy called John Plews, who was Jim Bowen's manager, and we used to, I used to play him a lot when Jim Bowen was doing his uh, his show up here. Okay, is darts when you're coming up to Edinburgh? Are you thinking about the darts or the show? When I come up to Edinburgh, because you said to uh, me, I brought my own darts. You look pretty, you look pretty focused on the darts the other night. Yeah, I love darts, and so I play quite a lot at home. And I've, I've, in fact, it's, it's slightly annoying that I haven't got a board in my flat. Yesterday, I I, I put some. I know this sounds like Mr. Uh, bloke living on his own. I put a little pan of ravioli on. <laughs> and as soon as I did that, at home I do that, and yeah. immediately I just switch it, start it off, and then I go straight to the dartboard. And I turn to get this, there's nothing there. And I realised I had this, it was like a muscle memory thing. I just turn to go and throw some so darts. So at home, whenever you put the ravioli on, you always have a game of darts? I just, it's because it's quite near the kitchen where my okay. board is. If I've just stuck something on that can be left for a couple of minutes, I'll have a, a leg or two. You know? We've right. this image of you sat in a flat by yourself eating a pan of ravioli with a dart. <laughs> <laughs> at home in real life, you yes. have a dartboard at home? Yes. In fact, I'll tell you what I've got at home. This is very exciting. And you, right, I'm going to say now, because you can't see Tim, his face yeah. is literally, <laughs> literally lit up at, at this showing off that he's going to do now. Right, right. it's called the Pro Eclipse Trainer. Right. And it's a dartboard yeah. where all the trebles and doubles are 30% smaller. Okay. So they are tiny. It's all really tiny. Yeah. And I found a great uh, dart shop, incidentally, in Edinburgh called Borlands, which is down near Leith somewhere. And I went in I there. You know, is there such a thing as a dart shop? Well, there isn't there. Yeah. I mean, they do key cutting as well as it happens, but that's oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> But they had lots of, you know, lots of flights and stuff, and because I was finding it hard to find. When you go to John Lewis now, yeah, and they don't, you know, in their sports department, they don't sell darts. So it's not a sport. Well, it certainly is. Well, it's not. It's not oh. only that they used oh. to have sets of. of uh, well, they probably have snooker stuff there, don't they? It's not a sport. Let's thrash this out. Snooker's not a sport either. 
Mate, we've established this. It's not a sport. They're both sports because they take they take dexterity and they, they take... Yeah, and then the definition, definition of a sport. And my, my counter-argument to that every time is then Angry Birds is a sport. <laughs> if darts is a sport, Angry Birds is a sport. I'm not saying it's not fun. I'm not saying you can't do it. So I enjoy there must game be of darts. some things that are in the Olympics that you don't think should be there. Absolutely. We've had this discussion on the podcast already. We're trying to get Absolutely. Angry Birds into the... Into so what do you think shooting shouldn't be there, for example? Shooting shouldn't be in anywhere. The shooting shouldn't be allowed at all. Actually, I tend to agree with you. I don't like guns. Yeah, it's horrible. It should be gone. It's horrible. What about uh, archery? Th- that was the one that I said. Absolutely not. Really? It, it's Angry Birds Live. That's all it is. Oh, it certainly <laughs> is. I'll tell you what, when you watch that, did you watch any of that on telly? The no, I hate it. Can I tell you why? what's so amazing about it? No, you, don't you like watch, Olympics. I'm going to tell you. No, I'm not listening. You don't like the Olympics? I hate it. I've been crying every morning at the heats. You'd be crying anyway because you haven't got a dartboard around your flat. What about no, the boxing? Women's boxing. You must have I seen that I hate, I hate boxing as well. I don't like boxing as a thing. That well, a girl, Nicola Adams, unbelievable. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's at home, have you? With your ravioli on. Watching, <laughs> watching the women smacking each other. <laughs> Goodness, the highlights. Goodness <laughs> beats him, boy. <laughs> Well, I bet if you did, I bet if you did archery for half an hour, having not done it, you'd realise it was using muscles. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But then I also think, all right, then I will allow the archery in my Olympics if if they do a run up. A run. If they do a run up before they fire it, so they've got it makes it harder as well. Yeah. Like run up, fire it as they're running. <laughs> it is like true. That the, it is true that the the, the difference in uh, physical effort yeah. in some of the sports yeah. is enormous. I was watching the um, um, open swimming. Yesterday, yeah. where they have to swim. The women's ten Again, kilometers. It was actually, but you knew, so uh, you must be watching it as well. <laughs> the uh, and that was like ten kilometers of just like this brutal swim through the Solent or wherever it was. And uh, compare that to archery; it's not quite the same, is it? No, these people aren't going to the edge of consciousness. Exactly, but it's the, mm. you can't have that argument it's going if it's something that you that not many people can do. Otherwise, you could have one of them wires, couldn't you, with a loop round it that buzzes if you touch yeah, it. If you make that super super hard, so it is, it's super few, hard as it is. Only a few people can do it. Rubik's cube. There you go, Olympic Rubik's cube. What about the cube? Just put the cube. In I once won a teddy bear the size of a mini from doing that thing with the wire thing. It's an enormous <laughs> teddy bear. But not only that. How, where, where, how does this happen? Is that what you're taking it home in? <laughs> yeah, wouldn't it wouldn't fit. <laughs> yeah, on the roof. But I was, there's a guy that I toured with, John Archer. Do you know John? Yeah, I do yeah. know John, yeah. Um, He's great, John. Yes, very good, yeah. Um, comedy magician and also uh, my best mate, probably. Um, but probably, because I don't want to upset any other mates that I'm Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> But uh, who may be hiding in cupboards as we speak. <laughs> <laughs> can, you ima- can you imagine? <laughs> um, but um, he, uh, oh, I forgot about it. What were we talking about? I don't know, I'm just doing my streaming. You want a big teddy bear on Yeah, yeah, but I, he, he won it first. Right. There was only like two of these giant teddy bears there. He won it, and I was so like, I wanted to win it, that yeah. I spent 25 quid trying to win this thing, and eventually won the other. Where was it? Where was this? It was actually in Butlin. At Butlin? Were you performing there? Yeah. I love that you perform everywhere. Well, this is a little while ago. But, no, but uh, you still do, not... but you do, like, you do panto and stuff as well, don't you? you do yeah, I'm doing panto this year, yeah. Where are you at this year? Uh, Richmond Theatre. Because you were, I remember chatting at the last series of Not Going Out, and you had been moaning the fact that you've not done panto for a bit. Yeah. Well, that's part, may have been because, I think I think the last two series of Not Going Out have been around that sort of time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. They have been, yeah, Christmas, yeah, yeah. two years running, December's, and it is this year as well. Is it? Yeah. Oh, right. But you're doing it. Are you it. sure about that? I thought yeah, was... I've got the dates on that. Oh, okay. And you're doing it as well. <laughs> you're doing it as well. Let me get my phone. I would ring me and tell him, and tell him that we've got him here. <laughs> Big Cook and Gamble. Now, you're in our show <clears throat> this year. This is it, isn't it? Uh, no, but you're in our actual show, our double act show. Am I? Fringe. Yeah, there's a picture of you in our show. Is that right? Yeah, there genuinely is. <laughs> although, although your face, is, your face is obliterated in the picture. Right. 
Um, but it's not bl- obliterated. Sounds wrong. That sounds like we've done some horrible sort of yeah, wartime. And, and we just shot it out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, no, I, th- I think is it my face or your face that's over it? It might be your face. I think right. it might. I think it's mine. Yeah. Uh, it's a picture of my face over it. Um, it's you jumping along the balls on Total Wipeout. Oh yeah, there's, there's a, what, it's that, sort of that majestic picture. Oh, of you, yeah, I love yeah, that yeah. Picture, and that, yeah. that's in our show. Did you enjoy that? Absolutely loved it. Yeah. Is that a sport? Well, it's very scary. Well, is it difficult? Well, they don't let you. They, they only let you do it once. You don't get to practice. Yeah, okay. <clears throat> because they're worried that if you, um, particularly with those red balls, they think that you know you might do a practice and discover what a horrific experience it is. Yeah, and yeah, so yeah. Do do the when they film it, you might be a bit sheepish. And yeah, yeah. Gingerly step across. <laughs> so uh, that is the point at which you say to yourself, "Okay, let's just go for this. See what happens." Because yeah. they tell you when you do the red balls, they, when you do this, there will be what's known as an uncontrolled fall. And we're all gathered round being shown it, you know. Right. And if you hit the water and you're in trouble and uh, and you want you want to come out, just drag your finger across your neck and the divers will rescue you. What's that? <laughs> so I'm, like, I'm dying. And then they said, uh, they said, but if you're really, really hurt, just give it 10 seconds before you drag your finger across your neck. Because remember, once you do that, that's the end. So in other words, if, imagine if you're really badly winded or yeah, whatever, the yeah. most natural thing to do is get the diver. But you should yeah. just wait for a second. You know? But if it's an Uncontrolled fall, you can't help it if you do it anyway. If it's all uncontrolled, yeah. you might do that without even meaning to do it. Well, in mid-air, you might yeah, do that. Yeah, straight away. And they catch you at the bottom. I should have just jumped doing that. That should be the yeah, first thing yeah, I did. Like Stand in front of it. Just go like that and then jump. It's an amazing picture. And I remember I, remember I was looking for, because I was looking for a picture of the turtle wipeout balls. That's what I was searching for. And then I saw that picture, and I and I took it and had it in the in, on the slides. Yeah. And then I thought that really looks like Tim. It really <laughs> looks like Tim, right? And then I, I called someone through and I went, "Do you think that's Tim?" And she was like, "I think it really looks like Tim." And then we searched Tim Vine Turtle Wipeout, and then it just came up over and over and over again. Yeah, and it's majestic. I'm gonna have to have a look at it. I, I haven't even oh, it's, it. it's marvelous. It's marvelous. I'll show you after we record. I'll show you on yeah, there. Okay. Um, <laughs> we've got a dartboard on our set. As well, we have as well. So you really? Yeah. yeah. If but, one night you wanted to just because you just want to stroll in and just throw a dart in the board and then walk out again. What time? You on? We're at 9.40, 9.40 to 10.40. Oh, we can't get a little Lab- cameo, just walk yeah, up, t- one t- dart. Yeah, t- one dart, off you go. And we'll just stand there like we've got no idea what just happened. Yeah. What you could do is you could take bets throughout the show as to what dart will Tim Vine throw, what, what number will <laughs> And so you just and you have a whole little sort of sweepstakes. Thing. Yeah, absolutely. Come throw one dart and walk out. Right. Well, we we'll definitely do that one night. Yeah. Because <laughs> last year I tried to I tried to get you to come to our show last year, not because I thought you'd like it, not <laughs> not because I thought there'd be anything in it for you. It was it was just that I, I wasn't here, wasn't I last year? Oh, you were, I was, yeah, yeah, you were. Yeah. Do you remember? It was that, uh, by the dartboard. By the dartboard. <laughs> it was literally that to get you away from the dartboard, <laughs> and also because I saw you every day, and I was like, well. We are pals a bit. Yes. What time was you? You, you are you? duty ten fifty. Ten fifty. You're always in there on the dartboard. There were times we were when, when I when I left you. Oh, I remember. That. Yeah, 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 yeah. I left you at the dartboard. Are you in the same sort of? You're not in the same place. Well, we're across the way, ten dome. So we're in the same. We're in the dome. No, I do remember those conversations we had last year. Yeah. Where we'd sort of pass, and you'd go, well, you know, come in. And... So this year, genuinely, and again, it's not. It's not about what even wanting you to see the show. It's mm. now a matter of principle, <laughs> <laughs> right? So this year, genuinely, when we were designing our set, because we've got a full set this year, right, when we were designing that, the first thing I said to have on that set was a dartboard. I said, let's put a dartboard on the set. To coax Tim Vine in. To coax Tim Vine into the room. <laughs> He'd probably get Lee up as well if you tell him he's a dartboard. Why well, is Lee big on darts or not? Oh, he's massively into darts, yeah. He's that sort of northern, isn't he? <laughs> he is, isn't he? I mean, I'm a different sort. I'm more a rugby league northern, but yeah. Lee is that sort of. You're more like fighting in that. Yeah, I'm a rugby fighting. league's a bit. Don't I swear to God. Hang on. I won't even. I won't rugby even know. League's the... a bit of all right. <laughs> <laughs> Are you a union man? I don't really like rugby. Are you as posh as you? I know. Sing? I sound like I, I should like rugby. I had to play it at school, and it's. Sort of... What position did you play? 
I played second row, but no one ever asked me if I wanted to do that. No, I would have rather not had this constant sort of, you know, stick your head between two people and have your ears massaged off. Well, if you control the ball better, it wouldn't be knock-ons and there wouldn't be scrums, would there? Well, then that, that's not about me, is get it? Get your team to control the ball better, and then you won't have to keep going through a scrum. Right. I mean, the, the three, uh, the three sp- sports that I did at school... Yeah, hiding in cupboards. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the three sports at school... <laughs> All of which I have no interest in at the time and still have no interest in. Right, okay. Which is, is rugby, cricket and hockey. And that we never did football at school. Why did you not do football? Well, maybe it was a public school thing. And maybe, okay. You know, you know, so it was sort of, was it, I didn't go to university. Straight after that, I thought, that's it, I'm going to work in a shop. And did you, and what, we, how, how quick after that were you a comic? Oh, a little while, What was your journey? Uh, well, I left school when I was 18 and I probably, no, oh, now you're asking, 93, August 93 was when I sort of did this, started doing this professionally. Before that, maybe a, a year and a half before that. So maybe I was 24, 25 or something when I first, first my first attempts at this. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I remember when I was working in an office in Croydon and when I left to, I'd been doing sort of gigs and stuff and open spots and what have you. And I kind of uh, had uh, the chance to support Boothby Grapple on a network tour for Adelaide. Okay, yeah. Um, and it was like 30 gigs. So I thought, well, I can't have this job anymore. I'm going to go for it with this comedy thing. Yeah. And uh, there was a guy who was the uh, security guard at the building there called Fred. And he'd hardly said all that much to me throughout my career there. But when I left, he said, uh, he sort of shook hands with me and said, he knew I was going off to be a comedian. Right. And he just said, to give him hell, Tim. Nice, <laughs> nice. And you have ever and since? I have ever since. Yeah. You have. <laughs> if, if any comedian has give him hell, yeah. <laughs> it is Tim Vine. Give him hell. <laughs> Pickle can gamble. Pickle can gamble. So I've got, I've got one more thing to, uh, to to talk to you about. Yes. I think you should be Doctor Who. <laughs> That'd be brilliant. Has that been suggested? Is this because before? is that because you think I look a bit like um, Thingy Peter Davison? Yeah. How I do, do you know? look a bit like Peter that's, Davison? That, yeah, that's why you said it, isn't it? It's not at all. Genuinely, it's not. Oh, right. I'm not a fan of Doctor Who at all. I have once or twice had someone say to me. You'd be a great yeah, doctor. I think you would be a brilliant doctor, quite genuinely. When I'm abroad, yeah. Well, when I used, I used to go out with this girl from New Zealand, and she worked in in Korea for a bit right. as a teacher, and I went out to Korea a couple of times. Okay. And out there, everyone kept saying Nicholas Cage, and I can't really see that. But out I there, can see sort it. Of, uh, yeah, I can see it. I had more hair then. I probably look more like, like him. More now. like him. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> Does he wear a wig? I guess if the role requires it. But I don't know if he wears one in real life. Who knows? Text him. Mrs. Cage, I would imagine. <laughs> you can't hide it from somebody you live with, can his you not? His wig maker, probably. Yeah, his wig maker would know, yeah. definitely. I have tried to do a joke with that as a punchline, but I, I, where you have a sort of, you know, little. This is it. Now, watch it. Let's watch it work. Go on. More like a cage, and there's no pants in there, Nicholas Cage. You know? Yeah. That's it. So, how would, you, how would you tell that joke? Let's work it out. Um, I just would have the prop. You're not I'd allowed go... a prop for this one, because this is going to be on the radio. Oh, I see. Radio, yeah, right? okay. So tell that joke. Oh. I want to learn from him. Yeah, I saw this budgie not wearing any pants. Nicholas Cage, what's that got to do with Nicholas Cage? You're right, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> what's, just... a, what's a film star got in common with a budgie not wearing any pants? <laughs> <laughs> what film star Nicholas... is a budgie not yeah, wearing any pants? <laughs> Yeah. No, but that's not, that doesn't really explain it. I know it doesn't. No, no, Tim. I know. No, that was me pretend mocking you. Nicholas Cage fighting. That's another joke. There. I've <laughs> actually just. Had a, I've had a, a little. That, that one's got more potential. Hasn't it? Nicholas, Nicholas Cage fighting. fighting. I've just had a, a weird moment of like epiphany. Is that the word? Yeah. Where I've just thought Tim Vine's act is catchphrase with words <laughs> at times, and also there's a lot of rhyming. There is a lot of rhyming yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like like I do one at the moment when I say I saw this bloke blow drying someone's hair with a woodwind instrument. It was Vidal Bassoon. <laughs> <laughs>
that's just rhyming. <laughs> and uh, every now and again, um, not so much anymore, but every now and again, you'll just stop the show for half an hour while you try and chuck a pen behind your ear. I haven't done that for a little bit. Not well, you say you've done it a little bit, but you did it the other day. When, <laughs> when I met you in the street the other day, you sat down. It was the coolest thing I've ever done. And um, you literally sat down next to me because you were trying to creep up on me, and people try to do that. <laughs> it happened several times in my life. With Mark Eden, a producer, yeah. uh, the guy who produces Russell House Good News, tried to do it the other day. Right. Tried to creep up on me, and as he got right near me, I went, What are you doing? Like, really, and, he, and it really scared him. I, I see what's going on. So yeah. don't try to creep up on me. You've got great peripherals. Yeah, I've yeah. got brilliant peripherals. Thank you very much. <laughs> and Tim Vine tried to creep up on me, and I just looked right at him, and he, he, he turned around <laughs> as it, to look for somewhere to hide, and he, just didn't, <laughs> he was just in space. But no cupboard, no cupboard. Yeah, no cupboard, wasn't me, wasn't me. But then you sat down next to me, and you literally just chucked a pen behind your ear first time. Did I? Ultra cool, but then you ruined it by looking on. No, by looking absolutely amazed that you did. <laughs> exactly. By going, look, did you see what I did? Whoa! So is that not something that you you can do first time every time? So not every time. Yeah, right. There's a pen. Um, oh, oh, uh, quite, I think the pen doesn't lend itself to it. Uh, well, again, not, you're, nearly, not, you're nearly there with it. Not an amazing, oh, not an amazing oh, thing stop, for a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I've got the streamer down for this. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on. Oh. oh, I think it's the, the other thing I do. Is I, why did I, I don't know why I brought it up. <laughs> I don't know why I brought it up. <laughs> Didn't get that one right. It matters. Right, I'll commentate. Oh, it does. Yeah, you join us it's here. You've done something with this. Fifth <laughs> annual pen behind the ear competition. Tim Vinan in the ring now. He's trying it. Yeah, just, this is the new sport. Oh. Sport at the Olympics, along with darts oh. and Angry Birds. The don't look it. away. No, we're not. We're not I'm not. I'm not. Pickle can gamble. Pickle can gamble. Still going with it. Still going. Oh no. Watch this. Over here. I'll watch it here. You come and watch. Let's try it. Oh! You know what it is? You bend that bit of metal up. I've not bent it. Have I bent it back again? I don't care what happens, how we're doing it. <laughs> <laughs> pickle can gamble, pickle can gamble. Has it got to be that exact one, or can we do it with another one? It's there, and just, it's just there, and not, somebody's not staying. Hang on. Um, Yes! Yes, he's done it! He's done it! He's done it! Done it. So there we go. I mean, that. I'm going to literally leave all of that in. Yeah. <laughs> I might chop everything else. <laughs> and I might just say, Tim Vine came around our flat the other day, tried to chuck a pen behind his ear, then left. <laughs> and then he, he didn't do it. I didn't think you'd ever do that, because I thought that would be too slippy or something. It always yeah, goes through my mind that I might not do it. It is a bit of a show. Is it a bit of a panic on stage? I've never had a full-on panic on stage. No, I normally panic about other things on stage, but... In fact, that is one of the least panicky things because I, I think I say to myself, do you know what? I will always carry on until I do it. Yeah. So once you know that, yeah. then there's no well, pressure. Well, that's what's first what's the, that's... the longest it's ever taken? Though? I remember doing it at Melbourne Comedy Festival once when I wasn't really having a very good show anyway and so I, I didn't think they were really buying into any of that. And then when I started doing Pen Behind the Ear, they weren't all that interested in that either. <laughs> <laughs> Pickle can gamble, Pickle can gamble. Do you know what I wanted to talk about as well? On your, I've, I have your DVDs. All of them? Four. I don't think I've got all of them. Oh, I've got, I've you must tell some. me which one you don't have. Why, what were you doing? <laughs> you to have you won't make will you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but on your DVDs, yeah. so you get the brilliant stand-up show already. You get a commentary nowadays, yes. which is hilarious. You get it, certainly have Easter eggs because there's. Uh, I've never had any Easter eggs on it. You have because well, I would argue this. I would argue that in your stand-up show and your last DVD, there were Easter eggs in the stand-up show. Did you see what me and the audience? Yeah, did I would you argue. See it? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but I only saw the last one. You told me there were three, and then I rewatched it and saw that there were other ones as well. Yes. 
So, are you alright giving that away though? Yeah, 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 I, mean, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, it's funny because I've seen it on, on YouTube where someone said it's amazing. he's sitting in the audience of his own DVD. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and then someone said, uh, someone goes, yeah, but that's, it's not just that one, it's two other points as well. So, Is it? Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> that's lovely. But the, there's, there's also, as extras, there are films that you've made. Yeah. Which yeah. I, which I, 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 I consider to be, in terms of the popular um, conception of you, on Tim Vine. Some mm. of them. Yes, I know what you mean. And I think they're brilliant. I oh. really, really like them. I don't know, I genuinely do. They're really, they're kind of odd. A bit odd, yeah. Yeah, and they're, um, <laughs> but really watchable. Oh, good. And I, the, they're quite short. They are, yeah, they are. <laughs> really watchable, but particularly if you fast forward. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I really, those Jack things, to skip, that's a great way of watching it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah but those, I, they really impressed me. I told oh, you about this, I told you about it when I watched them, because they surprised me. And I'm, just, I'm just, it was very kind of you. Yeah. So, <laughs> I've I'm, got, I must admit, I've got lots of ideas for, uh, Films and things. I never lent you my. I say lent you. I never gave you the DVD of my um, Len- feature length. Look at this. I'll lend you my DVD. <laughs> my, I did a feature length film. Really? I mean, it's almost unwatchable. Like one of those ones. It's. Uh, I. I thought to myself, I wanted to. I wanted to get you know um, something. I wanted to do something that was an hour and twenty minutes. Me. me Minimum was what I set my target. Yeah. And then I, I also decided I wanted to be an airline pilot in it. So <laughs> that was kind of the way I started it. And it was, it's so. Uh, and yeah. kissing five girls. And I'm <laughs> yeah. I thought, and, I, and I've got a really nice dog. <laughs> and brilliant trainers. I've got brilliant trainers in it. <laughs> That's a good way of doing it, though, isn't it? Yeah, it's um, But I, uh, yeah, it's called Library Altitude Zero. <laughs> and uh, I'll, I'll, yeah. Basically, it's never been released anyway. I've just got the name of it. I love the idea of I made 500 of these DVDs. I've made loads of films in his loft. I've like made feature length films, they're all in the loft. Do you know, I'll lend you one. I'll lend you one. <laughs> There's no swearing in. There's no. You don't have any swearing full stop, do you? Well, I swear in normal life. I've like, never if I stub my swear. toe. You may have not seen me frustrated. Flip. I've heard you say flip a lot. Oh, flip. Well, flip in hell. Are. Flip off. <laughs> Yeah. I flipped a girl last night. <laughs> <laughs> I flipped a girl that I like. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. It's not a criticism at all in any way. I don't think. It, I think it's a, no, I wasn't thinking it was. Um, no, I just my, my act is kind of silly, so it just wouldn't fit for that. But I certainly don't. I'm not someone who. Um, you know, You're not a prude. I'm certainly not a prude. I mean, you know, I swear when I get frustrated like anyone else. What things do you say? What are really what? frustrated? <laughs> what things? Are, I once said flipping flamers. Yeah. <laughs> Why, what happened then? I'd, uh, I'd actually flip a flamer and I'd flip You were it. working at Burger King. <laughs> <laughs> and somebody said, Tim, what are you doing? <laughs> Pickle can gamble, Pickle can gamble. Tim Vine. Tim Vine. Lovely Tim Vine. Lovely Tim Vine. I think he's one of the nicest men in comedy. With the tomatoes all down his arms. Tim Tim Vine, right. Yeah, tomato vine. Tom- Not probably up to the strength tomato of Tomato vine. Of no, but, no, but I feel like Tomato. Tomato Vine. What's his middle name? Arto. Arto. I feel like I've been inspired by him to write jokes. Oh, brilliant. You got yeah. any? Uh, yeah, got a few. Yeah. Um, don't do them now, mate. No, I don't want to give them away, yeah. really. That that might lead to something else. Okay, he's holding up a lead. Um, so this might be a new style. Hey. Know? Tired and half assed puns. Hey, look, calm yourself down. Tempe, Tempe. Right, that's a tempe he's got there. Um, temp, this doesn't temp. really work on a right. on a podcast, mate. Well, did you like the interview? I loved it. I did as well. We just need to promote our show now and then go home. All right. Well, no, we don't go home yet. We're not halfway through. Go for my breakfast. I've still not been for my breakfast Actually, yet. this is the halfway mark. All right, congratulations. 
Uh, oh, well done, mate. Well done, mate. Peacock and Gamble don't even want to be on telly anyway. 9.40, Pleasant Stone, don't please come to it. It's selling out. Wow. Nearly selling out. Nearly selling out. It relies on you. Nearly. We love you so much. Here's Tim with the credits. The Peacock and Gamble Edinburgh podcast is a ready production hostep by Ch- hostep. Ho- hosted by chortle.co.uk. Have you seen my new ventriloquist website? It's on gubbly got. Today's guest was Tim Vine, and my show is the Tim Vine Chat Show. All music by Thomas Fun the Ray. Thomas Fun the Ray. Thomas Fun is Fun the Ray. See you tomorrow. Yeah. Bye. What time is your show on at? T- 3.45. Whereabouts? It's sold out. <laughs> <laughs>